0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا حبيبنا محمد عبده ورسوله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. Brothers and sisters, I hope you're well and I hope insha'Allah Allah's blessings is something that you are being grateful for and you are thanking Him for it every day For we should, otherwise we might as well not exist Gratitude is one of the most important features of a believer Today, I want to talk about love Now some of you may be thinking, huh? We don't celebrate Valentine's Day, why is he talking about love? Whether you celebrate Valentine's Day, or you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, everybody's talking about love. Our children are talking about love. Their school is talking about love. Newspaper is talking about love. Television is talking about love. It would be silly for us not to address this topic from an Islamic perspective and put a very clear message out there for people to understand. So I have chosen to talk about love. So today, we will talk about nothing but love. Inshallah. Some people think Falling in love is haram. If your son or daughter has fallen in love, sometimes some people bundle them up, take them back to the countries of their ethnic origin and force them to get married to a cousin, member of their clan, or anybody but the boy or the girl that particular individual has fallen in love with. Some people think you actually only need love to be happy. So they chase an elusive, understanding concept of love. Never able to experience it because they don't even know what it is. They confuse love with their parents' love that they have received. They confuse love of their spouse with their love of their parents. Some people think love is a burden. They look buckled from their waist because of the lead weight of love on their shoulder they look miserable they look unhappy they look at their spouse and they say oh my god I have to carry you for the rest of my life brothers and sisters an imam told his congregation that on the day of judgment Allah will ask you about your burden so you should carry your burden well so man went home and he picked up his wife and started running around in the house So his wife said, what are you doing? He said, I'm carrying my burden. Some people are like that. They think their husband or their wife is their burden and therefore love is a burden. I can't really do it anymore. Some people think love means you are forever a slave to someone else's pleasure. You obey your spouse no matter what happens. You do all they say you should do. Brothers and sisters, Let me share with you another story. A priest to his congregation, he said, all of those who listen to your wives move to the right. And all the men moved to the right, except one of them. He was still in the middle of the ladies. So the priest looked at the man and said, why haven't you moved? He said, my wife told me not to move. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, marriage isn't like that. Marriage isn't like that. That you blindly follow or obey the commands of your partner because your command is, you've been told to do. That's not marriage. That's not love. That's foolishness. Some people think, unless you are in love, you cannot learn to love somebody. So if you, don't, if you have not fallen in love with somebody, you cannot live with them anymore. I've fallen out of love, many people tell me, after 20 years of their marriage. I want to have a divorce from my wife, from my husband. I don't love him anymore. Brothers and sisters, all the five things I've just listed are myths about love. Love is not haram. Falling in love is not haram. Those who think love is only, the only thing you need to survive, complete myth. Some people think love is a burden, again a myth. Love is not a burden. Some people think but you have to be a slave to somebody else because you've loved them. Again, a myth. And those who think you cannot learn love, you suffer from the biggest myth you can think of. Love, my brothers and sisters, is an extremely important aspect of our life. It is opposite to hate. Love is the cement that holds many relationships together. Hate destroys it. Love is the engine that makes our interaction smoother. Love enables our coexistence to be fluid and our very intimate partnership possible. Hate causes war. I was thinking about love and hate and I wrote a poem not that long ago. I'll share it with you. One day, love called out to hate and made the feelings known and straight. You're responsible for causing pain. You hold back people in an emotional bane. You create deep aggravation, leaving people in terrible frustration. You are synonymous with revulsion, animosity, abhorrence, and aversion. I am the essence of God's will. I feel, but more importantly, I heal. I soothe your agonizing toil. I ease your tormenting travail. I am the consolation of your distress. I am your only hope to impress. You make generations carry pain, poisonous burden without any gain, disabling families from letting go, preventing relationships to grow. I bring warmth and happiness. You bring venom and sadness. I build relationship and family. You're responsible for misery. You cause destruction. I am master of construction. You feed and encourage anger. You put the heart in mortal danger. Soul feels infected by your malice, empty, malevolent, and callous. I bring to life luminous light. I eradicate your infectious blight. You and I could never share the same location Your world and mine are at constant collision. I am the bonding cement, fermenting safe space, peace and content. Husband and wife seeking solace, heavenly love and God's grace. I keep them together, you break them asunder. Brothers and sisters in unbreakable ties, I do everything to scrub away all their lies. Their hearts bind in sibling affection, overwhelming tenderness and compassion. You detest their benevolence and fondness, but I keep the light of hope and forgiveness. You only stroke vengeance. I wholeheartedly promote tolerance. You encourage deadly violence. I am forever expressing condolence. You constantly spread malice. I long to promote lasting peace. You are eager to cause insecurity. My duty is to inspire stability. I am most desired. You are certainly abhorred. I cause people to feel elated, you make them feel humiliated, you are hate the fuel of hell. I am one of God's one of God's beloved names, Al-Wadud, the most loving, source of all feelings and hearts longing. I am love, the currency of heaven. Brothers and sisters, without love, the world will come to an end. This powerful, this amazing feeling that we all get is not just primordial, but it is essential to existence. The opposite is nothing but death and destruction, hate, jealousy, envy, and all the evil that we see prevalent in our world today. Love is an elusive term that cannot be easily defined, cannot be measured tangibly or described clearly, and it is the most mysterious of all feelings. When I asked my 12-year-old daughter the other day, 14-year-old daughter the other day, what is love? She goes to me, Daddy, I don't understand why people are so confused about love. It's a feeling of affection for things that you are familiar with, especially if they make you feel safe. In our world, that's love. What makes you feel familiar and happy? Brothers and sisters, many scholars have tried to give definition of love. But they've failed. For example, Khalil Gibran, popular writer in the West, he wrote, Love means the chemist who can extract from his heart's elements compassion, respect, longing, patience, regret, surprise and forgiveness, and compound them together into one, can create that atom which is called love. Shakespeare on the other hand said, love is blind and lovers cannot see. It is true, love is blind, when you are in love, you can't truly see the other person, the wrong and the negatives. Even if somebody tells you, you can't see them. That's why when teenagers fall in love, even if they fall in love with the most wicked person, you cannot make sense to them because they have fallen in love. And you know what Rasulullah said, remedy to f- those who fall in love? He said, those who fall in love, don't break them apart, get them married. Because if they break, if you break them apart forever, they will long for that partner that they've fallen in love with. At some stage in their life, they will break their marriage to go back to that original partner that they had fallen in love with. It is a wrong thing to do, to break a person who has fallen in love. There is a difference between lust and love. In Islam, love isn't discouraged. In fact, it's encouraged as long as it's halal, as long as it's ethical, as long as it's clean. And we should know the difference between the two. Aristotle said, love is, a, is composed of single soul inhabiting two bodies. Aristotle, two people with one soul. Of course, impossible, but metaphorically speaking, love becomes like that for people. Even in the Old Testament, you find description of love. Love is patience, love is kindness, love is not to envy, love is not to boast, it is not to be proud, it is not to be crude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. It is and it never fails. My brothers and sisters, I'm giving you love defined by wide Scope and spectrum In the Quran, love is defined too it, approximate, it appears in the Quran approximately 90 times Words or phrases that refer to love 90 times in the Quran But in all instances Instead of defining the word specifically It demonstrates commitment It talks about loving action Rather than the airy-fairy philosophy of love. The idea is simple. If you truly love somebody or something you will commit to it. Marriage, my brothers and sisters, is manifestation of your commitment so that you can love and be loved. Marriage is a manifestation of that commitment so that you can love somebody and somebody can love you. It is not about going out on illicit dates. It is not about going out to party and Getting drunk or taking drugs. It is not about having the height of your buzz, the adrenaline rush to your head. No, it is about commitment. Love is about commitment. Your parents love you, they're committed to you. You love your parents, you're committed to them. You love your partner, you're committed to your partner in love. And love is what keeps it together. And if love isn't understood or defined, it breaks it apart. So how many of you are in love? Don't raise your hand. How many of you actually told your wife in the last one month, Oh, your husband, I love you. MashaAllah, he put his hand up. Thank you very much. How many of you told your wife you love her today? Don't put your hand up. I don't want anyone to be embarrassed. Or your parents, you love them. Or your children, you love them. Love cannot be understood or felt unless it's verbalized. Its commitment is action. May Allah make us love one another better. And may Allah increase our love for one another for the sake of His only cause. And may Allah protect our families. Can I just clarify? Some people are saying coronavirus is a, is a disease, is a punishment from Allah. Please don't say that. You do not know. Wahi did not come to you. Allah did not send His angels to say this is a disease that is a punishment on people. Allah did not say that. So don't attribute this to punishment. What about those innocent people who are dying of the disease? It is not a punishment. It is a test and a trial for all of us. You and I could be infected. Anybody could be infected. May Allah give them shifa, say, Ameen. And may Allah find, enable the humanity to find shifa for this terrible illness. say, Ameen. A'udhu <laughs> الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرون أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي لا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا حبيبنا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى وضب الله من الشيطان الرجيم ومن آياته أن خلق لكم من أنفسكم أزواجا and amongst the signs is that he has created a partner for you. A partner from amongst yourselves, so that you might find rest with them or in them. And then he will bestow between the two of you love and mercy. Indeed, there are signs for those who reflect. Brothers and sisters, I was talking about love earlier on. I said love is not a burden. Brothers and sisters, love is not haram. Love is not the only thing that you need for a relationship to work. Love doesn't mean you have become enslaved or imprisoned for the rest of your life. And certainly, you can learn about love. You can learn to love. What does Allah say in the Quran about love? Let's explore very briefly. He says, amongst his signs is that He has created a partner for you from amongst yourselves. It is part of Allah's miracle that He has created a human being from amongst my human race with whom I can start a family and a relationship. A partner. I can lean on them and they can lean on me. <speaking in Hebrew> they are your garment and you are their garment. Now brothers and sisters, when I say garment and Allah says they're your garment and you're their garment, Allah doesn't mean you have to wear their clothes, just in case you're misunderstanding. Allah is not encouraging cross-dressing here at all. If anything, cross-dressing is not something that Islam encourages. We are told to dress the way we should be dressing and defining our own self in our own cultural context. But male and female are not the same. Allah says in the Quran, men and women are not the same. In everything that Allah has made you and I. So, when Allah says, they your garment, He actually means garment of partnership, interwoven fabric. Garment is made of fine fabric, cotton, polyester, whatever garment you're wearing, the, each and every thread is interwoven and then pulled together in a machine. In the olden days, they used to do it Manually but now they do it with a machine, make the clothing stronger, and each of those threads, when you pull, will of course rip apart, but a material made out of garment, you can pull it, you can sit on it, you can hang on it, it's not gonna rip apart because so many fabrics have come together. You and your wife's relationship, your wife and your relationship is like that interwoven partnership. It doesn't rupture that easily. It doesn't break that easily. It's not that flimsy. So to those brothers and sisters who feel like pressing the divorce button as soon as they feel trouble, today divorce rate is rocketing because too many people can't actually cope with their challenge, can't cope with the differences, don't know how to negotiate, don't know how to communicate, don't know how to manage their emotions, only have become selfish and self-centered, don't know how to compromise, don't know how to sacrifice, and therefore they break apart. Marriage isn't like that. Love that cements your relationship isn't like that. It's a partnership, interwoven, protective, covering, warm, not perfect. No garment is ever perfect. And then he says, لِتَسْكُنُوا ilayha," So that you can live with them. The English translation in the Quran often is, so that you can live with her in tranquility. What about her living with you in tranquility? Some people may think, oh, it's only my wife's responsibility so that she will create tranquility for me because that's what Allah says in the Quran. Brothers and sisters, don't read the verses of the Quran using a gender. All the verses of the Quran, especially on marriage, are gender neutral though the terminology may be, the linguistic format may be feminine but the message is gender neutral, applies to man and woman. So I translate this to say, It means لِتَسْكُنُوا So that you can create a safe space To live with one another Sakina isn't An entity that falls from the heavens You have to create safe space Safe space free from all sorts of abuse Verbal abuse Emotional abuse Physical abuse Economic abuse Sexual abuse All abuse free A relationship should be completely abuse free If you're in an abusive relationship it's a problem If your husband or your wife is verbally abusive, that's a problem. If your husband or your wife is constantly emotionally blackmailing you, that's a problem. If your husband or your wife tells you you can't go to see your parents, emotional blackmail. Not acceptable behavior, no matter who you are. Not acceptable at all. So it should be free from all sorts of abuse. You can express your view. I have a problem with your parents, that's a view. But you can't prevent your wife from going and seeing her parents. You can't prevent your husband from going and seeing his parents. Physical abuse, you can't hit one another. I remember one sister calling us once in the mosque saying, Brother, can you please come and help? I've knocked my husband uh, out, he's completely uh, unconscious on the floor, I kicked him. I said to her, why? She goes, brother, for 10 years he's been beating me, and I've been taking it for 10 years. Today I had enough, I gave him one big kick and he's gone. Both are wrong, my brothers and sisters. You as a man should never lay a single finger on your wife because as soon as you do, you have stooped low, so low that your respect in our eyes has diminished. If you suffer from anger problem, go into an anger therapy. Don't beat up your wife. All the wives, don't beat up your husbands. You may not be able to beat up your husbands with your hand, but if you beat up your husbands with your mouth or emotionally, it's equally abusive. Safe space. litaskunu وِلَيْهَا Allah says if you create the safe space, if you create the safe space, Allah then takes it upon Himself. bainakum. Allah will put between the two Mawaddatan wa love and mercy. Allahu Akbar. Human beings, we have a responsibility in creating a loving relationship called a safe space. And Allah's responsibility is to put love and mercy in that safe space. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. No matter what you do, if you create an unsafe space, you can chase love and mercy all you like. It's not going to come. If you create a safe space, Allah promises to fill it up with love and mercy. Allah promises to fill it up with love and mercy. If Allah gives you love and mercy, who is there to take it away from you? The Arabic word mawadda has different meaning. Brothers and sisters, the word love appears in the Quran in various forms. It appears as hub, it appears as mawadda, either way or mahabba, either way they mean a specific Aspect of love. So for example, hub comes from the Arabic word habba. Habba means a seed. So your seed of love you plant that grows. That's love. Mahabba on the other hand is attachment. Mawadda on the other hand is one of Allah's name. Alwadud. Means desire for what you know or dream to be good. Originating from the word wadda. The source of all essence of love. Allah Azza wa Jalla. So love in the Quran appears, but it appears coupled with Rahmah, mercy. Love alone cannot keep a marriage going. I can tell you this myself. If my wife did not have any mercy on me, she would have left me a long time ago. She would have left me a long time ago. And the same to me, if I didn't have any mercy on her, I would have left her a long time ago. I said to a couple the other day, when you come to see me in my counseling room, after speaking to you, I can tell you if your marriage is going to last or it's not going to last. They told me, how do you know? I said, when I look at you and I see there is no Rahma left, there is no mercy left in your marriage, this marriage is gone. What about love? I tell everybody, love alone is not enough. If Rahma disappears, your marriage is in big trouble. If love disappears, your marriage is in big trouble. It's the combination of the two. Mawaddatan and Rahma, two sides of the same coin. So if you're talking about love to your children, if you're talking about love to your parents, if you're talking about love to your neighbors, if you're talking about love gener- generally, tell people in Islam, love is about mercy and love together as one coin, two sides. We as human beings are not responsible for creating it. Allah created it and He will give it to us. Our duty is to create the safest space for that love and mercy to grow. And then Allah says, In la li There are signs. For those who reflect. Marriage is about constant evaluation. Love is about constant evaluation. Asking your partner. When you go home, brothers and sisters, ask your wife or your husband. How am I doing in this loving relationship? I asked that to my wife this morning. I said to her, how do I look? Mark my question. She goes to me, you look pretty weathered, old, but beautiful, mashallah. I said to her, I knew I was slightly handsome, but I never knew I was beautiful. Brothers and sisters, as you become older by the day, your face, the glory of your handsomeness, the beauty that you have, the bedazzling beauty that you had, reduces. It doesn't fade. It reduces. But you're still wonderful, handsome, and beautiful. But how would you know unless you tell your partner you look beautiful, you look handsome? How would you know your partner is happy with you unless you tell them? Rasulullah <laughs> sallallahu said to Aisha, O oh Aisha, I know when you are happy with me and I know when you're upset with me. Aisha said, ya yeah, Rasulullah, how do you know? He said, oh Aisha, when you are upset with me, you swear in the name of the Lord of Ibrahim. But when you are happy with me, you swear in the name of the Lord of Muhammad Subhanallah, look at that. Rasulullah is having a human dialogue with his wife. I know when you're happy, when you're not happy. In other words, he's conscious of his wife's happiness all the time. He would pick up the glass, and he would look where Aisha's lip had touched the glass and he would put his own lip on it to be able to drink the water from the same spot as where Aisha would drink from. He was an embodiment of a truly romantic person. Don't be embarrassed of being called a romantic person. Rasulullah was extremely romantic to all of his wives. We have to demonstrate love and mercy in action through constant evaluation. Ask, how am I doing? Can I do things differently? Can we improve? If things are not working, can we sit down and work it out? Wallahi, my brothers and sisters, if things are not working, seek help from people who can help you. There are so many layers of help nowadays available. Family members, if they're trustworthy, if they can keep it private and confidential, go to them. If there are trained counselors, go to trained counselors. If there are trained imams, go and speak to them about your relationship. Fatwa doesn't sort out your marriage. My husband husband comes to the imam and says, my wife is not listening to me. Imam says to the wife, listen to your uh, uh, husband. Allah says that, and Rasulullah has said it in a very authentic hadith. Do you think the wife is going to be bothered by the imam's fatwa? She already knows that hadith. There is something else that's not working in this relationship. Why should the wife be listening to the husband when the husband is abusive 24 hours a day? There must be a root cause of a fracture in a relationship. So if you're struggling, don't fix the symptoms, go to the root. And the root causes can only be fixed by people who are trained. And this is part of evaluation. There are signs for those who reflect. Reflect on your marriage. Reflect on your love. Reflect on the mercy that you have for each other. May Allah bless us. May Allah forgive us. And may Allah make us love one another for the sake of Allah and make our family stronger and happier. wa Alhamdulillah alamin ala Muhammadin, wa ala alihi I know some of the heads are popping up saying, hurry up, we need to go, we need to go to work. I'm going to finish now inshallah, don't worry. Just one last reminder, brothers and sisters, love in Islam is demonstrated through small acts of generosity, compassion and mercy. Focusing on the goodness of your wife or your husband's character rather than looking at their badness and constantly criticizing them. Love is about accepting and respecting your partner for who they are, rather than wanting to change them. Love is doing things together regularly, even if it's a small thing, and even if it is a small thing regularly, that you do it with your spouse because you love them. If you love somebody, tell them you love them. If you love somebody, demonstrate your love through action. If you love somebody, don't be abusive towards them. My brothers and sisters, so that you remember, Love is halal, encouraged in Islam. You must develop it with mercy. And you must create the right space, the safe space that is needed for love to flourish. In a marital relationship, disputes will happen. Arguments will happen. A couple were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. A camera crew came and interviewed them for secrets. When they were leaving, there were no secrets of course, the lady called the man and said, come and switch off the camera, let me give you the secret. So the man said, have you ever thought of divorcing your husband? She said, no. Do you love him all the time? Yes. She said, yes, I've never thought of divorcing my husband, but not a single day has gone without him irritating me so much that I wanted to kill him. But I've not killed him for 50 years. Brothers and sisters, human reaction is to get irritated by the behavior of somebody else around you. It's normal, but don't accept it and normalize it. Learn to grow together and heal your wound. Love and mercy can heal your wound if you can create the safe space, the right space, called sakina in your marriage. So the aim is to create sakina and to receive the mercy from Allah called love and mercy in your relationship. And the aim is to understand that we need to invest in love through action. And we need to verbalize our love to our spouse, to our partner, our children, our parents, by telling them that we love them. May Allah strengthen us in our iman. May Allah forgive us for our mistakes. ya akramul akramin, bestow love in our hearts, ya Allah. Bestow love in our hearts, Ya Allah. Strengthen our families, Ya Allah. Bring us together, Ya Allah. Rabbana azwajina. وذرّياتنا قرة عيونين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا حب لنا من أزواجنا وذرّياتنا قرة عيونين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا حب لنا من زواجنا وذرّياتنا قرة وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا تقبل منا إن كان تسمّي العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إن كان التواب الرحيم إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذِي القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر البغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكروكم وشكروني ولا تكفرون والله يعلم ما تصنعون أخى المسلمين.